All right, welcome back to another episode of Carding Dads. Today we're talking about buying a kid's cart. I recently purchased one for my son, and in this episode we'll kind of take you through the whole process of how we came across it, all the safety gear we're buying, and kind of the way that we're going to go about with uh, having him in this cart. So I appreciate you guys listening, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. So what's going on, dude? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, getting ready to go do a little bit of yard stuff. So uh, what about you? What you got going on? Uh, not much. Just got done doing all my yard work yesterday. I got to finish up a little bit, but not too much. Um, but today is six days until D-Day. <laughs> <laughs> so you got everything you need? Uh, pretty much. So, um, we're going to do this episode here on, I bought my son a kid's cart and, um, I think it's an old Fullerton cart because there's no markings on it, no nothing. And I've been doing all kind of research to find out what it is. And right. that's the only thing I could think of. So, um, the story behind it is I was talking with Emmanuel for a while about, you know, finding a kid's cart. And we're debating if we should do it or not. And, you know, I just kind of got this itch. It's like, you know what? Let me start just searching for them. And when I was searching for them, they were expensive. I guess it just wasn't the right time to buy. And, you know, they're looking at $1,200, $1,600, two grand. You know, they're all up and down. And so I kind of quit. And I was like, you know what? This is This is ridiculous. Maybe my son's too young. So... One day, I just go online, and sure enough, a guy kind of local to us has a kid car for sale, and he says, just make an offer. So I asked him, I'm like, okay, no problem, a dollar. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I asked him, I'm like, hey, man, you know, I have an old, uh, not an old, but I have a Coyote uh, chassis that, you know, if you're willing to trade, and, you know, maybe we can work something out. And the guy does dirt, and he goes, I just bought it for my kids to go putz around in. He goes, I don't really want anything for it, you know, but I got, I bought it for $200, so if I get $200 out of it, you know, you can have it. So immediately I'm like, done deal, take it off. <laughs> I'll be out your way. So I called Dad, and, you know, we went to the bank real quick, and we drove out there, which it's only without traffic, maybe a 45-minute drive. Yeah. Um, but of course, when you're excited to go pick up something, all the traffic is going to be bad. So it took us like two hours to get out there. Oh my and god! <laughs> sure enough, we picked up this cart, and it has full bodywork, uh, steering wheel, pedals, wheels, tires, a Comer 50, um, axle, chain, everything. It is a running yeah, cart the, for two hundred dollars. The motor alone is worth, you know, double that. So it's like, that's cool. Right. And so when we got there, we asked the guys, like, man, does it run? He's like, yeah. He goes, just the clutches, uh, the clutch isn't very good because he, he said a spring is broke. And so he started up, and on the first pull, it started up. And I was like, done deal. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he, uh, he asked me if I had a stand for a cart, and I said, no, I don't. He goes, well, you you know, if you want the stand, and they're $50, you can have it. So I was like, for 
fifty bucks for a frickin' card stand, man? Or are you giving things away? Here, I'll take it. <laughs> so I got yeah, that. No, so I got I, a card. When he told me I wanted a card stand. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice folding card stand for you know it's and the the wheels on it or the tires on it are you know a little dry rotted, but you know what card stand's not. Um, right. But no, I mean it's in good shape. Yeah. So, so wait. So the clutch thing. Um, so we talked about it for a little bit. Um, like, what's he started it and it started right up. So what's what's the whole deal with the clutch when you got it home? What did you find out? Okay, so when I got it home, um, I took the clutch apart, and there's three springs just like in our Stinger clutches. Um, and one of the springs came out. So I'm like, okay, that's not a problem. I'll just go online and, you know, start looking up the parts for it. Well, once I started taking everything out, I've noticed that the shoes, um, like the metal that's on the shoes to grab to the drum, half of it's missing. And I'm like, okay, man, maybe these pads are done. I need to order pads, too. So I go online and I start researching all the stuff, you know, the whole clutch drive um, and everything for the Comer 50. And then I noticed that there's also a bearing that goes inside the drum an output shaft of the motor, and all I have was is a sleeve. So I'm like, okay, well, that's another part. I go and start looking up the prices, and the prices for this stuff is just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, like, I'm, okay. I, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I might as well just get a new clutch and just start new. Well, a new right. clutch is like 370 bucks. Yep. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. And then pads are $190. And so, like, I got on the phone immediately with Dad, and I think I called you, too. And I'm like, guys, you know, the amount of money for this cart is stupid. Like, this is a kid's cart. This is for a five- to seven-year-old to get in the carting, you know, parents to get their kids in the carting. And your first package for a kid to get in a carting at a young age is this expensive? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't have a I don't have a daughter, so like the cheerleading cost and the camps and stuff, you know, like a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, no, that's so that's expensive. me. Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, you know, this is like travel t-ball, you know, all you know. Yeah. I was I was just befuddled because we have our motors with the two hundred six, and you know our clutches are what one hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, our pads are thirty dollars a piece. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I couldn't wrap my head around it. Are a dollar. <laughs> yeah, like I couldn't wrap my head around it. Right. Yeah, uh, no, it's uh, it's not a, it's not affordable. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a sport that you get into, and motorsport has never been cheap, right? You start with the small, you start with the big fortune to go small fortune, that whole deal. So, yeah. Um, I, I figured once you said it, I looked it up too, and I go, "Holy crap! This is um, this is not for the faint-hearted, that's for sure." But I mean, parents do it all day, so you know, I guess the rewards are there if you can just get going, you know. Yeah, and it's just um, so I go back and I start looking for used stuff, and of course, you can't find anything used. So I reached into my book, and I'm like, you know what? Ron has to know something. <laughs> yep. Ron has to know something. So I called Ron 
and he started sending me all these pictures. So he's like, oh, I have the shoes, and I have the springs, and I have this, and I have that. Because this, you know, when Corey first started, when he was seven or eight, I'm like, do you still have all this stuff in a box? <laughs> so I, I ended up getting everything from Ron besides the bearing and the sleeve because he had different sleeves and bearings, and none of them, like, quite fit right. So right. I just told him I'm going to go ahead and uh, order the stuff from Comet and get it here. So on Saturday, um, we'll have the whole cart put together and up and running and going to wrap wrap the whole cart on the stand and wrapping paper. So when he comes home from bowling, he'll be able to open it up. Jump Wait, hold on. Started. You're wrapping the whole cart? I'm wrapping the whole put a cart. Bow? Dude, just put a bow on the driver Nassau panel. You have to wrap the whole thing yeah, up. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to take, you know, a whole thick of wrapping paper and just wrap the whole thing. <laughs> You're a little kid. You want to open a big old present. You don't want, like, you know, the whole point of All right. know, presents for little kids is to wrap, um, you know, Tear the paper up, unwrap it. It's gonna be awesome. That is I'll probably true. video it. Like, I'll, I'll probably video it and put it on our Facebook page or something, so hell uh, yeah. everybody can see what the cart looks like and and everything. Dude, it's just it's so cool, man. Like I'm, I don't know, I'm a little kid in the candy shop right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know the feeling, man. Speaking of which, my kids probably enjoy the wrapping paper more than whatever present we actually buy them. So. I can, I can definitely relate there. It's gonna be awesome. I'm bummed. Um, you know we can't we can't be there to see it. But uh, I'm I'm at PBIR on Palm Beach Raceway, um, with the cars next weekend. So I'm gonna miss out on that. But the video is gonna be awesome to watch. Yeah, it's um, it's it's gonna be something else. And the cool thing about this whole process too is, I've gotten my family, you know, my mom and dad in it, you know, into the concept of it and I got my in-laws they're on board with it so everyone's pitching in money to my mother-in-law bought him a helmet uh, my dad bought him the neck brace uh, my dad wants to buy the pedal adapters and everything so like everyone wants to pitch in money you know right help with the car so that's really cool you know because he's only turning four awesome. and you know trying to get two families involved with you know a sport that neither one of them do you know just because yeah. you know, James's dad does it, um, you know, to me that that's, that's pretty so cool, cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, support, no, for so. sure. Yeah, we gotta that's we right. gotta we gotta get them all out all out to to pra- watch them practice and stuff. Yeah, my father-in-law wants to go back out to the track after he went to the Maxis race and saw how much uh, how much fun we had, and he had a good time. So um, he wants to he wants to go back out for our next. Grace, you'll be there. Sweet. All right. So, I mean, just kind of staying with the whole kit cart theme. So the the Comer, like, what what do you really know about the Comer? Like the engine um, itself, what what it does, and how much you know, what how how much you know hours seem to have been running it, or what condition it's in. Did you like try to open it up or do anything? How much it costs to run, all that stuff. So opening it up, no, I have not opened it up. I looked to the rules on what the gearing and everything to run, and I could only run a ten a ten driver and eighty nine rear for him. Then once you get up okay. to the next level, it's like a twelve something. Um, 
So there is companies that go through it and they blueprint the engine and get crazy into all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going that route. I'll much yeah, rather, I'd much rather go to a 206 and be done with the Comer um, than, you know, start building this motor. So yeah. I've talked to, you know, some people about the Comers, and they're all like, just get rid of it. It's, you know, it's a money pit. It's a money pit. It's a money pit. Okay. Well, I can't do that yet. <laughs> um, so with fuel, I talked to some of the local guys here who run two, um, the two cycles, and I asked them about fuel. And, you know, they're recommending, you know, the race fuel. Well, as we know in cars, race fuel is not cheap. And so when they're like, oh, you know, race fuel, you C12 or whatever. And I go to research it, it's like $90 for five gallons. I'm like, oh, my God, here comes road racing in cars all over again. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're on E80. You, well, you're on E85. I was on 101, and that was at the time, like what, four years ago or something like that. It was, uh, you know, nine dollars a gallon or something stupid. Um, and then the oil mix is, I think, eight dollars, and that makes I don't know, one gallon or two gallons, something like that. So you know, damn, you're looking at you know twenty dollars per gallon, and I'm just like, dude, this is. I love my 206 because it's 87 octane. At the most, you're going to pay $5 a gallon at Ocala, or, you know, you just go up to your local gas station and it's, what, 381 or something like that. And, what? uh, How, where are you paying three? It's 265 no, 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 where no, I'm no. at. Yeah, two, yeah, two, <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think you live in New York or something? <laughs> no, no. Um, so like, I have all these numbers going through my head, and I'm like, oh, this is crazy. So um, Kenny said he'd help me out with the mix. I told him, I, you know, I don't need a whole bunch. I just need enough to get started. So he said he'd hook me up with, like, a gallon of it. Um, I'd just bring him a fuel can, and he'll mix it up for me. So um, I appreciate awesome. it. And, you know, Ken, Kenny's a good guy. He, yeah, he goes way out of his way for all the local guys who do two cycles. And uh, he's always at the track. Like, sometimes I think he lives in the house in the back. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's always there and he's always helping everybody out. A number of times I've seen Kenny rolling up with his, his big old truck, uh, just, like, rolling up. Like, Kenny ain't even driving. He just pulled up to help Alex or bring something to someone. This is cool. It's awesome. Yeah. He helped me switch out my first set of tires, and I didn't even know him or, or – you know, seen him before, and I just got online. That's right. He just posted. Yep. He just posted. Yeah. He I'm like, can someone help me with tires? He's like, yeah, meet me at the track. I'm like, um, okay. I don't know what you look like, but I'll start asking everybody about Kenny. <laughs> the only thing I could tell was he drives a big old truck. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All oh, right. So that's uh, how we're going to get started. And, you know, I might let him putz around on the street here um, in the neighborhood since I live on a cul-de-sac. Uh, so you can't go too far, and no, that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I I know, like going deep into the the coma world or the two cycle world, I really don't want that no part of it, just because yeah. it's so many finicky things. Like you go on the like I've been going on forums and doing research, and you know changing out jets and 
all this other stuff. You have to get your cycle, you know, you have to get your mix right. And the, the heat of the exhaust tells you about the mix you're using and what this and what that. I'm like, man, I just want to pull a string and go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I just want to pull the cord and go. I don't care about it. This, is, this to me is as somebody from the outside looking in, like getting into the sport, this does not look like right. fun to me. This looks like nothing but work. Nothing well, and I don't want to, I don't want to scare anyone either, <laughs> but I mean, maybe we should just, just cause we're always, we always do a good job of breaking it down. Let's, let's look at everything that is part of getting started, right? So, I'm just another karting dad somewhere trying to get my my five year old or six year old you know into into karting because it's something I think is cool we could do together. I mean, you are very fortunate to have found a kid cart for you know uh, two hundred bucks. But let's assume you know after getting the clutch sorted and everything, you're in it for say four hundred, right? If you end up doing a lot more, you're in it for five hundred. So somewhere between five hundred and a thousand. Right, you could find a kit cart in one condition or another. Um, so you spend that thousand bucks and you have a kit cart. I think I saw a Coyote kit cart um, pop up uh, this week or today or yesterday. Yeah, kit carts right now, kit carts and cadets are going crazy for sale yep. throughout the country. Yep. They're all being listed. Yeah, I can't go no comedy goes to be listed, but you know it's all good. <laughs> oh man, I guess I start selling them. I know, right? I mean, Casey, I still got my eyes on you, brother. If Morgan doesn't take it, you know I'm in for it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we talk about the purchase cost, a thousand bucks. You just kind of listed that if you're buying fuel, you know, by the gallon from, you know, whether it's VP or wherever it is, um, you're spending nine bucks or so, um, you know, a gallon. I mean, it's, it stacks up, so you know, just play even more affordable numbers, right? Like all of this makes sense. Ten dollars a gallon um, to run it. Kit cart tires are a little cheaper than ours, right? I mean, kids. I mean, it should be. They're just four and a half and four, wait. They run three and a half fronts and four and a half, four and a half, right? Yeah, they're four and a half, four and a half, I believe. Which I'm just okay. gonna go to a shed. Luckily, at 103rd, we have a, a tire shed. That's like a recycling yep. shed. And um, that's all I'm going to do is just, I mean, I'm not going to buy him new tires. There's no need. Yeah, yeah. So someone who doesn't have that, I mean, it might be a good idea to just start asking around, you know. Just, yeah, you know, take-offs. Well, you know. Yep, ask for takeoffs from other people. Um, and then you got to obviously spend time and changing the tire and stuff. But, again, no big deal. This is assuming that you're already in it. But if you're not in it, you know, and you're starting from, from – the ground up, yeah, you're going to need some help from other people. Right. And then once you're done, yeah, you have a cul-de-sac, and that's it's, it's safe enough. I don't recommend anyone ever drive a cart on the street, ever. That's just me. Uh, we've had a buddy die just because he was driving a shift of cart in the street, and some SUV came around from the corner, and um, we, lost, we lost a really good friend in NASA. Um, so I don't ever, ever want to see a cart, a go-kart in the street. But, you know, in the cul-de-sac in the suburbia, I guess it's, it's a different thing. So, um, But for someone who doesn't have that, you're also talking about getting your kid out there on practice days. And then to go out practice, you need, what, a helmet? You need a, a neck, you know, a neck protector. You need a rib protector. So once you put, like, 
let's put some dollar values on what it costs. And then that some new carton dad is better prepared for it. Like, what's the helmet cost right now? You can get lucky and find out for about 100 bucks. But realistically, if you're buying new, your affordable helmets start around $200. Right. Um, so, so when it comes uh, to safety equipment for a kick yeah. art, like safety equipment for, for any auto sport whatsoever, um, going like the cheap route just to get by, I don't recommend whatsoever because you never know, right? You never know yep. that just because you want to, you know, save money on, you know, taking a used helmet that you don't know if it's been dropped or cracked just so you can have that extra money to buy, you know, something else. Um, oh, well, this will work for, for so long. This will be a Band-Aid. With safety equipment, do not Band-Aid anything. Whatsoever, and that's like the my biggest thing I could give to any dad getting started is when it comes to the safety of your kid or yourself in a cart, whether it's brakes, uh, you know, fuel lines, helmets, gloves, neck braces, mirror protectors, a whole suit, whatever it is, don't skimp out. Don't be like, oh, yeah, we it, we'll get it next time because when it comes to the next time. It won't be, you know, it'll always be, oh, we'll get it next time, you know, procrastination. Right. <laughs> so, Definitely. yeah. And, and, and that's exactly what I wanted to get to, right? It's not just about finding a $500 cart and you're done. You also want to make sure you, you put in, you know, aside the right budget for those extra things, right? Make sure you have a budget for a good helmet, right, a good neck brace. Um, if you know, Even if you don't go with a full... You know, um, I'm a regular style with the whole, you know, back and neck thing. If just do a standard good neck brace, um, just make sure you get a good one, right? Don't just get some raggedy one that won't hold its its form. Um, and then, obviously, depending on how your kid sits in the cart. And, yeah, if you're just, again, just trying out some pavement somewhere and it's no big deal, you probably get by. But if your kid is going to do any kind of actual driving on track with other carts and you want to make sure your kid has a rip protector because it doesn't take anything for one kid to decide i'm not going to steer anymore and you know it's like their foot is on it and they're not steering and your kid is in the way and next thing you know it's a t-bone and your kid's ribs are getting jammed into you know the side of the seat um right. and it hardly happens but you know again just that basic precaution of having that rip protector on there is, is so crucial. Um, that just make sure you have it. Don't ever have to deal with. I never thought it would happen, and then it did. You know, so yep. um, that's that's one thing for sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm so my kids. I mean, Sophie's four. Liam is two and a half. He'll be three. Um, initially, we had thought that yeah, we had thought that the kids were both gonna be really into it. Sophie loves driving her you know, four-wheelers and um, power wheels and stuff. She is an absolute rock in those things. We took all the governors off. I replaced all the 12-volt the batteries that came with it with 24-volt batteries from Amazon. And, um, you know, she she's no, no F given. Um, she's, like, flooring it, cruising around. Like, she just laughs when it's the, it's the wheel spinning everywhere. So she's fine handling speed, steering. Um, like, she does her own slalom course. In our yard, we got you know, four or five sago palms at about uh, 11 to eleven to 13 feet apart, and she just, like, slaloms through them, no problem. So um, she's fine there, uh, but 
he also doesn't like the noise of anything loud. So we'll have to work it. And she's got these big puffy um, ponytails, or pigtails, whatever, right? Just however her hair goes up. So as a dad, a guy trying to figure out, like, how am I going to get her hair into a helmet? I got to take out her ponytail. <laughs> and then we were watching this um, kid cart video on YouTube of this girl who had a pink cart and a white helmet, and they had glued pigtails right on the outside of the helmet, like pink pigtails. She's like, "I want that." And I was like, "Okay, we'll we'll get you that." So I gotta find, uh, I gotta order a new white helmet, and we gotta find some, you know, uh, Hobby Lobby or whatever um, pigtails in pink, and then. You know, I'm not. I don't want to glue anything to the outside of a helmet because, once again, just just with the little safety background I have, I don't want any chemical compromising, you know, <laughs> the helmet. But I understand. Um, you know, my kid wants to have a little pigtail on there, so I'll be calling. Uh, I'll be calling the other Ron, Ron Zappender of Discovery Parts, who's uh, one of the smartest racing safety experts I know, and uh, ask him, hey, what's uh what's acceptable to do to a helmet. So uh, we'll be figuring <laughs> something out. But, yeah, man, um, yeah, there are all those little things that, that play a factor. And obviously the most important message we've given everybody trying to get into karting is find something that's supported in your area. Find a class that, you know, you can run. Now, James is four, so if he's four, um, we still have some time. Right now we just want them to putz around. But, right. um if your kid is five or six and, you know, you really want to get them into this, you know, go to your local track, you know, call around, ask around. Um, you know, we're we're just leaving the, you know, just whatever we get usually, and we convince everyone to run the 206 in our area because that's the most supported class. Um, you know, there are, we, go, we went to Ocala and there were, you know, seven other classes. Um, that's cool. And we could get any of those on a deal. Hell, there was a, a Wolfier engine that was on sale for 250 Uh I mean, I'd like to have a, a cart motor for 250 but there'll be nobody to, to drive against or, you know, even help, even if I was just driving by myself. So that's another thing to keep in mind is, um, you know, go to your local track and find out. Um, you know, if, if you're looking at a deal and someone has a deal with a, you know, a kid cart or a cadet cart with a like a mini rock on it, and nobody runs mini rock where you are. Um, you may not want to get that particular deal, or you may want to talk to the person selling it to try to sell it to you without the engine. Or if you can buy the engine and have someone else who is going to buy it from you, then that's fine. But ultimately, I think the point I'm trying to make is factor in all the little things that add to the success, right? And just get out there um, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to get, you know, get started. I think that's important too. So, all right, that's getting off point. my high horse now. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, if if you guys are looking for cards, uh, we we tell people all the time. You know, we're on a lot of forums and a lot of pages, and you know, somebody's always looking for a card. If you need help with any cards, you know, kid cards, mini rock, shifter cards, just let us know, and you know, we might know somebody who has one. You know, if not, we've seen a bunch of them. Um, we're always online looking for cards. So if you need help with anything, you know, feel free to give us a holler. We'll definitely help you in the right direction. You know, hopefully, uh, for instance, with Morgan, hopefully if he gets that eagle, you know, 
he posted online that he's looking for an eagle. And so we're like, hey, let's see if we can help you. And sure enough, we might have helped him. Um, I don't know the whole details. He says that he's pretty close on the deal for it. So um, I hope so. Right. I hope he gets it. If not, you know, I hope you get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could always use a second eagle or a third eagle. Um, yeah, I, I might just have a, I might have an, an eagle nest in my my shop. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, um, they're endangered species, right? There you go. I'm, I'm just preserving. <laughs> yeah, so that's oh, uh, that's what I got, and you know, like I said, I'm going to that's video awesome, the whole reaction, man. and it's uh, it's we've I've had it now for what two months, so hiding it from home and keeping it from home. That's for me, that's been hard because there's so many times, you know, I was going to the traffic, like, oh, I know the traffic, you guys. And I'm like, yeah, I got something for you to drive if you want to go. But yeah, All right. <laughs> well, oh, and we haven't talked about it. So how are you going to transport both? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can, if I take the SUV, I could fit it in the back of the SUV without the rear bumper on. So he could still sit right. in his car seat. And I could tow mine on the trailer. If not, a friend of mine has a 4 by 8 trailer that he said he would give to me after he gets done moving some stuff, and I can convert that to a two-car trailer. Uh, I know we've been in talks about, you know, using the enclosed trailer that you have, um, but that means that I always have to take the SUV. And, you know, with us trying to keep things on the cheap, especially in towing and towing with you know, our daily driving small cars. I kind of want to stay to that, but I don't know. I might have to start sucking it up and using the SUV. Yeah. But I did get 29 miles to the gallon driving my car to and from Ocala at 75 miles an hour. It's not Prius. It's not Prius uh, MPG. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but I didn't, I didn't take the Prius either, so, you know, I kind of – I, the the chance of rain, um, and you're you're a little bit at this than I am. So your little open trailer has a, a box, and then your cart sits on top of the box. So you could take stuff off and put them in the box. Um, and then obviously there's always a trunk and stuff. But my uh, my little open trailer is uh, a little more open than yours, and. Uh, once I take the Prius, I stuff everything we're taking, the you know, canopies and tables and uh, toolboxes and stuff. Um, I have very little room left to basically take the cart apart. And then my seat is completely padded. Um, it's it's fabric all the way. And it's just it's like, man, I was I was just dreading having my seat soak up all that water, you know. Um, yep. So it's like, yeah, I'll just I'll just take the enclosed. Um, uh, just uh, I'll take the enclosed, and then I, I took the Durango. So, yeah, I, I think I only got 16 um, MPG, just um, just awful. Um, the Durango gets about 19, um, doing about 75, 80 almost the time. So, um, yeah, that little little enclosed brought it down about 3 MPG, but it, it was fine. Um, I've been actually looking up. Have you seen those little Arctic air things? They're like a uh, little like personal air conditioners, whatever. You just add like cold water um, into mm-hmm. them, and it's basically a fan up. Man, I've been I've spent like twenty minutes the other day. I can't remember when, like a week ago or something, um, just watching videos and looking at um, products like you know Arctic air, 
because I was thinking, especially if we, you know, we don't take a big enclosed trailer, just being able to get out of the hot sun because the color was miserable. Oh um, man, dude, I, I'm I'm not kidding. I went back and I I tried to look at the video that I shot, the first like vlog style video that I shot, and I mean, I look like I'm having that life sucked out of me. Um, like, yeah, this is not good. It, I mean, it didn't help that I was on no sleep, but uh, I was thinking, man, next time we take it, the enclosure is, and it's a small, it's a, uh, what's a five by eight. It's small enough that you could put, you know, two or three chairs in there and actually sit. And if I put one of the canopies, because I have three canopies, if I put one of the canopies over the enclosed trailer, that alone would help um, keep the temperature a little bit regulated in there. And then all I have to do is get some kind of airflow in there. Now, I have my fan, but now I was thinking, man, if I could get that Arctic air blowing cool air in that little space, or maybe even two of them, because they're only like 20 or 30 bucks. Um, right. If they work at all to regulate the temperature and drop it from what would be maybe like 90 or 95 in that thing down to 80, where it's it's okay, and with the fan blowing, oh, that would be awesome. Um, but no luck. All the videos I watched said it doesn't do jack. <laughs> oh, man, so I'm bummed. Um, so now I'm kind of also shopping for the smallest window unit air conditioner or um, portable AC. I didn't want to do a, a, an actual portable AC because of the power draw. But I might as well just go ahead and do it and always make sure I, I take the generator, which it just, once you start doing one thing, you know, it just keeps adding on. The little Arctic Airs, they just run on 12 volt. Um, so, you know, I, I have 12 volt power coming from the truck already, and I have a big ass inverter. Um, so I could run run that without even thinking about it. But now I'm just going on this whole deal trying to find ways to keep us cool especially if you got if we got james with us you know yeah definitely now that's been another option sorry um that's been another option about having something cool because we found out ocala that yeah this stuff it gets real <laughs> the heat is real and uh so i don't know we'll, we'll figure it out so right now it's six days till delivery day and um that's it, man. I'm super excited. This week is going to probably crawl by. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. It is what it is, man. I'm excited. Cool, yeah. Well, so, I can't. I can't wait to watch the video too, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about how that went um, here in a little bit. Um, anything else cool happening with you besides that? No, just uh, my cart. I'm going to break it down and clean it up this week. And uh, get it all ready for, I don't know, if we go practice or something next weekend, uh, depending on what the rain is, because now we're getting into the Florida everyday rain season. Um, Wait, we're now getting to it? I thought we've been there for like a month. <laughs> yeah, well, we got that system that's just above us. So right now it's like 60% chance of rain all week. But once you get closer, it all dissipates. And, mm -hmm. um, so if we go to the track, you know, I I got some things in mind that I'd like to work on just because um, some stuff that happened in Ocala that, you know, we can talk about. Um, and when I get into those situations, I know what to do a little bit better. 
So there's some things I want to work on, you know, so we'll see. We'll see how the week goes. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to try to do similar. I'm, I'm going to take your your advice from, from this morning, see if I, if I can get my yard work done, I'll finally unload the, unload the, the cart and, um, and see if, if I can get a few things done on it. I did get the, the bearings, uh, and, and I, a big difference from just spinning the bearing. I know it's got no load on it, but I already just holding the bearings in my hand and hearing no grind through them. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Makes a difference. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I got I got new bearings for the rear, and um, I'm gonna try out. Uh, gonna want to try out some some stuff on on the bodywork. We also have the endurance karting event coming. I don't know if we've talked about that yet. No, we haven't. Dude, it's a month away. That's true. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe August, we'll, August uh, 17th. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll get the ball on that um, on on another episode we could do for that uh shoot maybe we'll do two episodes this week Sounds yeah good to me. i mean we should we need to we need to get the word out on on the endurance uh karting event um i mean, we want to we have we still haven't figured out what cart we're going to use but we definitely want to run uh, i mean we'll be there no matter what but uh yeah uh we should talk about that maybe that's our next episode yeah Sounds like a plan to me. Well, it looks like James is starting to get hungry and he's opening up the office. So, um, <laughs> let me let you yeah, go. Yeah, it's dirty. Uh, Holy crap. Yeah, you go ahead and get that yarn going before the afternoon rains come, and I'll give you a shot here a little bit. Sounds good, brother. Talk soon. All right, guys. Well, y'all y'all stay safe this weekend, and uh, keep, keep having fun at Cardi. We'll see you guys later. Peace out. See ya.